Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Beaks Corner. It's your boy Beaks. And I'm back in the building. You know the routine. We're out here, we're rolling, and we are moving. Listen, shout out to everyone. Every week, every time, you know the routine. Um, big up Shawnee last week who turned up on the episode to give his view um on how the Premier League uh, is going right now. Um a lot has happened. Uh, game week twenty nine. Um, can't wait to dive into it. I'm sure you guys can hear from my voice how happy I am. My club played, bro. My club played, and yeah, we'll get into that later on. And we'll get into that as soon as the show is going. Um, catch me on the socials as usual at Beats Corner. That's for Instagram, and at Beats underscore Corner is for Twitter. So you know the routine. You know how this thing goes, man. Get me. I don't really need to be talking too much to get me. But um, bro, what I will say is that it's been. You know, an eventful week, obviously. Like I said, I said earlier before, a long time ago, this coronavirus thing is mad, isn't it? So, you man that are stock buying, be easy. I think I think things are being are being blown out of proportion, but at the same time, we still need to take precaution. So, you know, let's let's be easy with how things are going, isn't it? Do you understand? Um, but listen, nevertheless, um, lest or less, should I say? Um, yeah, let's let's be safe and keep ourselves clean and whatnot. And by God's grace, we should all be good, innit? You understand? So, yeah, man, let's keep it moving. Um, bruv, last week we were talking about the boxing and whatnot and, you know, how things panned out with, um, you know, the whole Deontay Wilder situation, with him getting getting the L. But, you know, apparently, you know, in the boxing in the boxing world, boxing news, apparently he's, he's likely to be suspended, you know, due to, you know, tampering with it, the padding on his gloves so what he was doing apparently there was a video of him punching punching the wall with the gloves on and the reason you lot are thinking why is he doing that but I'll, I'll enlighten you the reason why he was doing that was in order to flatten the padding so if he was going to hit fury with a blow it'd have more of an effect on the face so without the padding if, if you understand if you took the padding away and it was bare knuckle fight obviously there'll be more damage that's what he was trying to do but um even with that he still had to take the l the white towel got thrown in you know and with all the cheating that he tried to put through it didn't work for him you know because a lot of a lot of the fans on his side were saying that you know fury's glove should have been tested what for the guy's a world boxing champion rude boy you get me so we don't need to be testing the world, the world champions no, no 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 it doesn't work like that it doesn't work like that donnie's here blaming on costume sizes and costume weight that he lost these times you were trying to cheat your way to a victory bro Come on, man. Come on. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not really trying to hear that. But it is what it is. You know how this world is. People are going to do and say what they got, you know, in order to win. But he got caught out. He got caught out. It is what it is. I'm not really trying to. I'm not here to defend Deontay Wilder, bruv, because it's been, it's, I've been saying it the most. Once he gets caught with someone who's got technique, is a wrap for him. And he's got to take that L. He has to take that L. Come on, G. Come on. Um, but enough of that boxing thing. Let's move on to UFC. Israel Adesanya, the AKA Style Bender, winning his match against Yo Romero. Now Yo Romero is a crazy guy, bruv. You know, I was watching one interview where he's like saying, "Bruv, let's we can get it. Do you understand? We got to fight. I'm fighting for these people." 
my man's like okay okay i said raj you know what <laughs> man is on crud i don't even want to i ain't on that i ain't on his level on on that crud but um you know israel got the job done i didn't really think he'll get the job done but he did man and um he got the win via unanimous decision um bruv what can i say the guy's the world champion at the moment he's doing what he's doing and he's representing, do you understand? Big up Israel Adesanya, a.k.a. Mr. Style Bender. He's doing his thing in UFC. Um, bruv, in the wrestling world, again, I'll always big up to... Uh, listen, you man, if you man love, love, love wrestling, go and subscribe and watch Rest Things. Them man are doing their thing. Uh, they're another black podcast who love wrestling and they're into their wrestling. Um uh, the way I am, but obviously I don't really talk about it too much. But I just brief you, man, in it. So if you man are wondering, like, what's going on? Look, listen. If you man are still into your WrestleMania thing, the countdowns now, fifth of April. That's when it's happening. But obviously, there's always a road stop before WrestleMania, and that's Elimination Chamber, which is happening tonight. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure you go and watch that. Um, you know, something like that will, I'm sure, entertain you. There might be a, bit, a few twists and turns. You never know. But, hey, we just have to wait and find out. But do you know what? I've given my brief lowdown on what's going on in the sporting world. Time for the Premier League. Game week 29. Rude boy, we are here. We're here. Yep. Let's get it. Um, Bruv. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? What can I say? Where am I going to start? Where am I going to start? I know exactly where I'm going to start, Rubo. <laughs> the Manchester Derby, Rubo. <laughs> Listen, Manchester United versus Manchester City. Manchester United 2, Manchester City 0. Um, on the score sheet, yes, we had Martial and McTominay. Now, you know, McTominay didn't start... Um, he come on earlier, uh, later on in the game. Martial did. He started. Um, you know, it was a nice setup. It was a nice setup for Man United. They played three at the back with the wing backs in Williams and Wambasaka, Shaw, Maguire, and um, Lindelof as the centre backs. Bruv, it was compact. United looked really defensively. Defensively, they were really good. They had everything on lockdown. They didn't want anyone coming in their way. So he had most of most of the possession. But you know, at the first forty five, first thirty thirty five minutes, so he didn't really know what they were doing. United were just hitting them on a counter attack, finding them opportunities, getting them winning them second balls and whatnot. And so he just didn't really, for me, look up for it, man. Um, obviously, he was set piece. Fernandez, the man that's orchestrating everything for Manchester United at the moment. He takes the free kick, really quick, a little dink over the top, um, allowing Martial just to hit it one time. Obviously, Edison makes the mistake. He should be saving that, but a goal is a goal. And, uh, and Martial becoming the first player to score in both league games against Man City since Ronaldo, and that was in the 06-07 season, so you can imagine. Um, big up Martial for even doing that. Um, it really, really... It was it was it was smart, man. I mean, when you watch Fernandez, um, Fernandez is what you call a footballer. You know, there's ballers and then there's footballers. He is an intelligent player, man. Um, the way he just dictates play, he orchestrates everything. Um, you know, a lot of people were quick. You know, they, they wanted to put doubt in, you know, the United fans are saying he's from Portugal and whatnot. It's a shit league, but you can see what he's doing. 
already. You can see what he's capable of. And United have missed that. United have missed someone who's ready to take the ball and attack and dictate and orchestrate something. And I know we have a player in Pogba, but, you know, it's very hard when you don't know whether Pogba is going to stay or if he's going to go. It's just really flip-flop, you know, if you understand. And having a player like Pogba is luxury, you understand? And I really... I rate Pogba so much. I adore the guy. I think he's a fantastic footballer. Um, if he stays, I'll be even more happier. But if he goes, then so be it. Do you understand what I'm saying? But Fernandez just brought something to United at the moment where we have missed. It's like, there's kind of like a togetherness. There's kind of like belief at the moment. I don't know what it is, but it, it seems to be working. And since he's come, we haven't even lost, you know, um... United have been on a 10-game unbeaten run at the moment. So, it's it's it's... Look, is good. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, obviously, the second goal was a mistake from Edison. And the thing, before the second goal, City were knocking on the door. They were just passing it around. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, let me revert back to that. I don't think they were really knocking on the door. I just think they were just passing it from one side to another. There was no penetration. And you can see from this game, they actually missed De Bruyne, bruv. Um, De Bruyne, the key man who provides the assist and makes sure things are ticking, he wasn't there today, man, and he was and he was out of the squad due to injury. Aguero, he was quite. He got subbed off, bruv. I think in the fiftieth, sixtieth minute, allowing Jesus to come on. And imagine Aguero, who's so dangerous against United. I mean, the amount of goals he has scored against United, and Pep takes him off. So it was kind of like raw. Like, what's really going on here? Do you understand what I'm saying? But um. You know, he brought on Mares. Mares was causing a bit of problems from uh, Brandon Williams. But Shaw had to cover that up. And for me, I think Shaw was one of the main guys today who really put in a shift today, man. Um, he's been on fine form at the moment uh, in terms of, def- uh, you know, in his position defensively. Um, he's just making he's making the quick recoveries. He's putting the tackles in. Um, I just think, he's, he, I don't know what's happened, but I think having Brandon Williams challenge him for that left-back spot has actually gave, given him a kick up the arse. And sometimes that's what a player needs sometimes in terms of competition-wise. I think complacency was just getting to him. No one's challenging him. And he's just seen a 19-year-old kid come up who's actually done something, done perform, performed well. And it's he's, it's got him thinking like, yo, I, yo, I need to actually humble myself. I want to be here. I want to fight for my position. And that's what you want at a football club. You want players to fight for their position and... You want to get the best out of a player because you're not only, you're not only going to be that player in that position forever because someone's going to take your spot at any time. So you got to be on your game. And that's what's happened to Shaw. And Shaw's literally, you know, just doing what he's doing. And um, he's improved. I mean, rich fan of him. I've, I've got to give him that. Um, and another player that did well for me was uh, Fred. You know, Fred with the interception, carrying the ball trying to find a quick pass and whatnot he's been on five form for a long time and um i i was very critical of him at the beginning of the season you know i just didn't see anything in him i I didn't know what he was bringing he wasn't doing anything but you know what when you really sit down and reflect he wasn't getting a run of games i mean it was very hot and cold you didn't you didn't know whether it was coming in you didn't know it was coming out and just finding that, letting uh, the manager, just allowing them, the manager allowing him 
you know, to find his feet, giving him that faith has, has allowed him to become the player that he is. So fair play to uh, Fred. He, he, he did well today, man. Everyone put in a shift. I'm not going to lie. Um, obviously, Daniel James, he really needs to work on his craft. I mean, he's really good when he's running. And, you know, he's he, the, we all know he's got the speed and whatnot. But sometimes he just really, he, his footballing brain isn't up there yet. It's something that he really needs to learn and work on, bruv, because it's so frustrating. The amount of times he could have just squared it to Fernandez and scored, or he could have given it to Martial at the right time, finding a through ball. You could see the frustration in Fernandez's face when he was on. But it's something he really needs to learn. And eventually, hopefully, he does get there. Remember, signing James wasn't a some he wasn't a player that was supposed to start in week in, week out. He's a player that's supposed to come on and make an impact. Um but you know, I'm not really going to be too harsh on him, but it's true what people say. He's a one-trick pony, you understand? So, you know, I can't... <sighs> Quite sad, but it is what it is. He just needs to work on his club. Other than that, everyone played well, everyone. Um, And then, obviously, Edison would have been stake, allowing Tomine to just find find the net. We've seen Edison make that mistake before, you know, when he did it against Liverpool with... uh, he he, he, he I think he, he, it was a, he launched it with his... And or I think he cleared it with, with his foot. I cannot remember. But Salah was on top of it and he was out of his goal. And Salah just hit it one time and he went into the net. And that's exactly what happened today with uh, McTominay. He just found the net and that was it, bruv. That was it. And um, there was nothing they can do. Uh, Edison, both uh, both mistakes, He it was it was his error, to be honest. And um, I'm sure Pep was not going to be happy with that. See, he didn't really look like they wanted it, to be fair, man. They didn't really look like they wanted it. They had a possession, but he just wasn't doing anything about it. And I'm sure Pep Guardiola is going to be really, really frustrated. But, you know, for me, Pep, he's done. His time's done. Um, what more can he do? What more can he bring? There's nothing else. I mean, I think he's actually... I've, I think his head's elsewhere, if I'm if I'm honest. I think his head's elsewhere. Um, he just... He, I don't think he gives two shits. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think he gives two shits. It's like, he knows the league is done and he knows that like, top four is more or less secure. But at the same time, what's top four meaning for Man City right now if they're not going to be in Champions League next season? Do you see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, what's the point of me being here? Yeah. And... You gotta look at that. You've just lost to United. What more do I can? What more can I do? I can try win Champions League, but is it gonna mean anything if I even if I, if we're if we're not even in the competition next season? Nope. FA Cup. All right, cool. I'll try win FA Cup. They just won the League Cup uh, the other week against Aston Villa. You know what? What more can City go and and do? I think they're in. They, I think they've hit a crossroads. City. Um, I might be wrong, guys. I want I want to know your opinion. But for me, I think they've actually hit a crossroad. And it's something that they need to really look at themselves in the mirror and go, shit, what's next? You understand what I'm saying? But I could be wrong, but it's it's just the way I see it, man. Because oh, today, they lack the desire and fight, and it's like they didn't want it the way United really wanted it. And United wanted it. And, yeah, man, look, it's the first double in the league since the old 9-10 season for, Ma- for Manchester United. Three successive clean sheets at home since December 2017. Bruv, it's looking actually long, bruv. It's looking long. United still chasing top four, and that win was massive. I'm beating in 10. What more do you want, bruv? <laughs> do you understand? So, City, they're 25 points behind Liverpool, bruv. 25 points. I know they got their game in hand with Arsenal, but it's still not acceptable, man. And they're the current champions. 
which means it just leaves Liverpool to win two more games, bruv. They just need to win two more games and they are the champions, bruv. It's crazy, but what can you say, man? I mean, that Watford loss doesn't even mean anything to Liverpool right now. If if we're if we're talking in hindsight, it doesn't mean anything, bro. It doesn't. But um, it's where City go from there. Man, Man United really need to put their foot on the gas, leave that foot on the gas, carry on the momentum. Maybe someone can might slip up, and just hope and pray. I mean, don't look at anyone else's results. They just need to focus on their results to make sure that the top four is secure. Because Chelsea are doing a madness, and if we're gonna talk about Chelsea, we need to move on right now. Chelsea versus Everton. This was the first game of the of. This uh, Super Sunday, Chelsea four, Everton nil. Pedro, Mount, Willian, and Giroud all on the score sheet, man. Um, but the man himself who put in a shift and was absolutely phenomenal once again, Billy Kilmore. Um, I mean, in midweek he had a superb game against Liverpool. He started. Um, it was the FA Cup, and <clears throat> Liverpool, uh, Liverpool got knocked out. Chelsea won the game, but it was Billy. Gilmore, who had a fantastic game midweek, and he and he was man of the match midweek, and he was man of the match today. Um, the balls he was winning, the the, the intelligence, finding the space, um, just making things tick, key passes, uh, successive balls. It, he was just covering all ground, man. Every blade of the, of the pitch, he was covering it, man. And you know, it's good to see young kids come up like that and just burst onto the scene. Um, when you're playing like that, and especially for me, with the background, he's he's Scottish. He do he's bound to get a, get a call up. That's how mad it is. You don't really see a lot of Scottish players doing their thing like that, but he's bound to get a call up. I mean, the kid is 18. He's very intelligent, man. Very very intelligent. I gotta give him that. But um, stand up performance, man. Um, didn't look back, and he just continued, bruv, from that Liverpool game, and he just thought, fuck it, I gotta carry on, bruv. You know, one's there. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, man, look, 4-0 is a really, really good result for Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. Um, Barkley with two assists in the last three Premier League games as well. He never had, he didn't have none in his, in his last 10, so he's finding form at the moment. Um, Pedro, first goal in 18 games. Crazy. I mean, I'm telling you, bruv, um, uh, it's like they're just rolling back the years, bruv. They, they see, they see, they must have heard, like, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Tammy Abraham finding rejecting rejecting his his contract. Thinking, what my man's asking for more money. Yo, if he can get peas, I can definitely get peas. You know, the ones that roll back the years. G. Um, Pedro, you know, he got the goal, and um, yeah, man, he looks really good. They all look really good, man. Chelsea looked like they were really up for it, man. Fair play to them. Um, Giroud, oh, he is the now the fiftieth player to score 80 plus Premier League goals um 1637 starts and 20 and 92 sub appearances absolutely crazy a Giroud probably them one of them strikers you go raw like you know what cool man you know that's crazy that's a good that's a good start for Giroud man it's a really good start but you know look like I said, Chelsea was straight off the blocks and they looked hungry. They looked like they wanted it more. Everton just lacked today, man. They really did, man. Honestly, they got everything wrong, bruv. And a lot of things need to be addressed, especially defensively, man. Honestly, they've got a lot to be doing. And I'm sure Ancelotti's going to be wanting to spend big peas in the summer, man. He's going to want to get Everton up the up the table. You know, Ancelotti, can you imagine Ancelotti managing Everton? Do you know the 
caliber of a manager Everton have. I don't think they realise. This guy's won everything in the game, Rude Boy. From Champions League to Premier League to, 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 to you know, German League titles, French League titles. Bruv, he's won everything in the game, bruv. You need to put some respect on his name. You know, that's that's Ancelotti at the moment, bruv. And that's who Everton's, that's Everton's manager. I don't think they realise that. But look, at the end of the day, a win's a win for Chelsea. A lot of things need to be addressed. Um... They're, Chelsea are trying to cement their, their place in the top four I mean with that win with United now three points behind them this is going to be quite interesting because I think United have got Spurs next and um, United better not slip up and they got to make sure they put the pressure keep carry on putting the pressure on Chelsea um, I think United might have left it a little bit too late but I'm not too sure anything can happen anything's possible but we got to keep it moving um, Everton will need to they need to bounce back I mean I don't know how Man United ended up drawing with them last week but they really need to bounce back Chelsea literally put them in a split 4-0 can you imagine there could have been more as well but you know whole tight Everton sitting in 12th with 37 points but anything can happen. But all I'm going to say is that you might need to take it easy and breathe, bruv, because it'll be long. But don't worry, man. Anyway, you men are safe in the Prem, so it's all good, isn't it? You get me? But let's talk about another side who are challenging for the top four or five or six, whatever you want to call it, innit? But it's kind of long for them at the moment. Um, Burnley versus Spurs. Burnley won, Spurs won. Um... Chris Wood with a goal and Deli Ali with the other. Now, if we're talking about Burnley, let's just give Chris Wood a bit of praises. Um, Wood now has 11 Premier League goals this season, with 10 in each of his last three seasons, making this his best campaign. So he's doing whatever he's got to do. Do you understand? He's finding the net. He's making sure he's getting the goals. 11 Premier League goals for him. He's going to be happy with that, and he's going to try to see if he can achieve more. Anything's possible. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, Ali as well scoring his penalty as well because um, obviously Spurs won the penalty he's now become making him the youngest English midfielder to reach 50 goals at the age of 23 and 30, 331 days now that's a crazy start man 50 goals and I put it in perspective right the next person after that obviously Frank Lampard but he got it at the age of 26 now I know Ali hasn't been on form or, or what not or what late, but that is a crazy stat. It just goes to show the type of player that's in there. Do you understand? He really needs to kick up the arse. But, you know, if we're talking about Ali and management, let's talk about Mourinho. Um, Jose, at the moment, is now throwing his players under the bus. We're talking about, when I'm talking about throwing his players under the bus, this is when Jose's old ways return. Um, and Dombele, right? Blatantly saying that the the second half improved after he came off, bro. And he definitely wasn't referring to Oliver uh, Oliver Skip, by the way, because he praised him. He praised Skip. He he said, look, you know, he had to come in for winks and he did a good job. So the only person he's referring to is Ndombele. Do, do, do you understand? I don't understand Jose, bro. He's going back to his old ways. Knowing that things ain't going his way, it's it's really frustrating because look, we saw the demise at United with him and Pogba. It's now happening again with Ndombele. Do you understand? And Ndombele, he's a good baller, bruv. I know the price tag is a little bit heavy and whatnot, but there's a player in there, bruv. When I watched him in the French league, I can see what he's capable of. 
He's very, very strong. He knows what to do. He knows how to, he can drive into the box. The guy is a quality player. It's just unfortunate that he's got a manager of Mourinho who doesn't even want to really give him, the, you know, his chance. You know, with good management, he can be a really good player and he hasn't even been given that chance. And listen, it's so mad because I was on WhatsApp before the game even um, happened. I was just asking, just in general. I, was, I went to my boy, I was like, bro, is Ndombele the flop of the season? Do you understand? I just wanted to put it out there, but he was saying, bro, I don't, I don't know, bro, because number one, he doesn't really look that fit and whatnot and management-wise. We were just talking in general, like, because we know he's a baller, do you understand what I'm saying? And obviously the price tag is mad, but when Mourinho just chucked him under the bus like that, I was like, nah, that's 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 a bit out of order, man. He's, he's doing the same, honestly, he's doing the same thing. And it's not like I didn't warn Spurs fans. I warned them. I said, bro, it's going to be kind of long because I wasn't even expecting Jose's old ways to return so quick. The guy, when he knows he ain't getting his way, toys out of the pram as quick as you know it, bruv. He would start blaming things on other players. He would start blaming refs. He would start blaming decisions, players that are injured. Bruv. Every squad has their own injury. Do you understand? You're not the only one, G. But this is when the downfall for Spurs happens because if he's bringing out his old ways already at this time and he hasn't even been there for a year, then it's going to be slightly long for Spurs. It's going to be slightly long. I'm not going to lie, bruv. That's how mad it is. I mean, I thought it would be later than that, but nah, man. I mean, because Spurs lost midweek against uh Norwich the FA Cup to go to the quarterfinals um Spurs lost on penalties and I just knew yeah can you imagine Mourinho wins trophies on his first season everywhere he goes but Spurs I can't see them winning Champions League sorry no can do no can do I can't I can't see them winning Champions League no way no way I can't see that and if I if I see that I'll be really I'll be really surprised but nah it's abysmal. It's abysmal. Everything's abysmal right now. So it's like, what's next for what's next for Spurs? Yeah, they got United next. Tough game. Obviously, midweek they got Champions League. They got to make sure they you know bounce back from that. But it's gonna be tough with injuries in, in Kane and Son. It's looking long for Spurs. The downfall, the demise is 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 beginning now, bruv. And Spurs fans didn't want to believe me. They didn't want to listen to me. But here we are. We're talking about it now. We are in March. We're not even in the summer long. And because things ain't going his way, he's just going to go to the board and say, give me peace. And if the if the board don't give him peace, you're going to see what's going to happen, man. Chelsea 2.0, United 2.0. Yeah, I can see it, bro. Every fan can see it. It's written in the stars, bro. All tight, tiny temper. Written in the stars. Lovely. Get me. So, it, bro, you man keep doing what you're doing. Spurs fans, let me know how you're feeling because I've seen some now that I've seen Jose out. Bro, it's looking hella long. It is looking long, but I'm not going to talk too much on him. Whole type Mourinho, whole type Spurs. If you get top four, great achievement, but right now, with Sheffield United and Wolves and their man in front of you, it's looking long, bruv. They've got more chance finishing above you than you got a chance getting in the top four. It's long, bruv, but... I ain't going to talk too much. Spurs fans, let me know how you're feeling. I know you're burning there, but a point's a point, but I know you're not going to be happy with that. you got to make sure you, next Sunday you're beating United. 
That's all I've got to say. Uh, Liverpool took on Bournemouth, the current Premier League leaders, soon to be crowned Premier League champions. Um, look, they lost to Chelsea midweek. 2-0, which means they're out of the FA Cup. And obviously before that game, they lost to Watford. So they really need to, needed to bounce back uh, with this uh, result. Uh, Liverpool 2, Bournemouth 1. Wilson with the first goal, uh, opening the scoreline. Um, for me, it was sloppy. it's a sloppy goal because for me, Wilson fouled Gomez. And I don't know why VAR didn't even give that a foul. I thought that was a foul, but, you know, they gave it a goal. And you're thinking, shit, you know. They shouldn't, have, you know, Liverpool players shouldn't have stopped. Obviously, they were a bit surprised, and obviously, they got caught out, allowing Wilson to get the tapping uh, from the far post. Look, it happens, it happens. Um, but nevertheless, things resume back to normal, bruv. When Liverpool got the two goals in the in the first half, Salah scoring the first one to equalize, making that was his uh, 70th Premier League goal in 100 appearance. Can you imagine, bruv? Certain people need to put some respect. On Salah's name, first player to score 20 plus goals in three consecutive uh, successive seasons since Michael Owen for Liverpool. G put some respect on Salah's name because there's certain people that are out here and they diss him. What for? I don't know, but um, it's ridiculous, bruv. Some people are saying he's not good enough, he's not this. People who are still calling him a one season wonder. Bro, we need to let go of that. We just need to respect the man and what he's doing and how he's and he's, he's um and what he's producing at the moment. Because we look, I'm not gonna lie, numbers like this in the prem from a player, I ain't seen since Ronaldo G. It's levels, bruv. It's levels. So let's just put respect on him, on his name, bruv. In hundred appearance, he's got what ninety nine goals and assists. Gee, come on, listen. Just let's just stop there, innit? Let's just stop. But um. There's only so much you can do and praise with Liverpool, man. 22 to 6 successive uh, home wins. Fortress, bruv. Anfield's a fortress. They broke their own record that was held by them in, in, in 1972 with 21 successive home wins. You know? They've now broken it and they made it to 22. Honestly, bruv. Two more wins and they're crowned champions. What more do you want for Liverpool? They've had a fantastic season. They've beaten everyone they face, obviously, apart from Watford, but it is where it is. You know, people out here saying, haha, you didn't get the treble, haha, you didn't get the Invincibles. But let's face it, bruv. They've got more wins than the Invincibles. What more do you want? Okay, it's a bit unfortunate they didn't get the trouble, but they're doing what they got to do. They're winning their games and they're going to be crowned champions. It's not their fault that they're 25 points ahead of the current champions. Blame the elect, uh, blame the pre, uh, the current champions now. They've allowed that to happen, man. They've allowed that to happen. And Liverpool have just carried on their momentum, allowing them to become the Premier League champions of this season. You know, I, it's something that I've been saying since November, bruv. With the run they were on, I just, I just, I just knew it. I said, you know what? It's theirs, and it? it's theirs. So, you know, United fans need to swallow that, swallow that pill. Liverpool are going to be the champions. It is what it is. If we really need to be focusing on why we are not doing well, rather than focusing and putting our energy onto them, thinking, you know, they're doing this and they, you know, we're we're this is my United. We shouldn't really be celebrating the fact that they're not going to get in trouble and Arsenal shouldn't be celebrating the fact that celebrating the fact that they didn't get they're not going to get invincibles bro we were juggernauts bro. <laughs> heavyweights in the Premier League and this is what we've resorted to bro it's crazy we need to stop focusing on them focus on us so we can achieve more do you understand we look at their look at their model and think yeah you know what them men have done well it's very hard to say bro it's very painful 
but we've got to be real with it, innit? Do you understand what I'm saying? I've got to be real with the situation. It burns me. I'm just used to seeing my team lift trophies, lift trophies upon trophies, but obviously in today's day and age, that hasn't really been happening, you understand? We ain't won the league since Fergie. What can we do? Arsenal ain't won the league since when I was in primary school. What can we do? we got to keep it moving, bruv. That goes to show, innit? Crazy, Ruby. Only so much you can say in it. Hold tight, Arsenal. If we're talking about Arsenal, let's go on to Arsenal. Arsenal face West Ham. They beat West Ham. 1-0. Lacazette. Do you understand? Last 10 Premier League goals he scored at Emirates, bruv. He loves the Emirates. He loves the Emirates. But do you know what the thing is with Arsenal? They're still chasing the pack. They're still chasing the pack. They have a game in hand, though, against City at the Etihad. So midweek should be a tough one. But they should actually look at United and go, you know what? United can beat them. Why not? We can do it. You understand? See, you're going to be wanting to get a win. Of course they are. They're going to say, you know what? Fuck it. We want to get a win after losing the the, the the derby. But I tell you what, this game will be very, very interesting with the way how things line up. Because this is the first time that Arteta and Pep will face each other since Arteta left City to become the Arsenal manager. So it's going to be interesting to see how Pep will line up. Not, not that actually Pep will care, but I'd like to see how Arteta lines up with Arsenal because obviously he worked at Man City. He worked at Man City. He knows how things how things are prepared and whatnot. So this could be kind of an advantage for um, uh, for Manchester uh, for Arsenal. You know, they got to go there with a game plan and make sure they just, you know, try to get a result because... Right now, Man City are defensively weak. They're playing, they're playing, they're playing Fernandinho, Fernandinho centre back, bro. That's what they're doing. It's weak at the moment. Laporte's out. KDB's probably not going to play this game because of his shoulder injury. You know, Sterling's looking like some. I don't know what's going on with Sterling. Players are not really out for it at the moment, man. It's kind of a shame. You don't even know what you what's really going to happen. But this is how it's going at the moment. This is how it's looking like. And what can you do? What can you say? It's long for City, but that's the midweek game. I don't know what's going to happen. What's final score? I actually think it's going to be a draw. I think it might be two. I think it's going to be 2-2. Two, two. That's what I think it's going to be midweek. But, you know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But, hey, let's see what happens. Um, You know, in other games this week, a lot a lot happened. Um. Palace beat Watford as well. Imagine Watford. It, it's just inevitable. Watford beat Liverpool. Next game they face Palace and they lose. Can you imagine? It's, it's always going to happen. That's what happens when you face a team that you want to beat and then the next game you just don't give two shits. You end up losing. It happens, bruv. It happens. But hey, what can you say? Um, Sheffield United ended up beating Norwich. Hold tight. Lordstrom with the assist. FPL is banging. So hold tight. You. Southampton ended up losing. Um, they had a man sent off. Um, Newcastle got their win with a 1-0 win. Wolves ended up drawing with Brighton. Can you imagine? Stalemate 0-0. So it's kind of looking mad. And, you know, the, the game that we didn't really... Uh, didn't really speak about was obviously the game that's going to happen... Monday night football. Uh Leicester versus Aston Villa. This Monday night football should be a good one. Leicester looking to win. They really need to win to make sure they get their top four secure because they ain't won in two months in the league. Yeah, Brendan really needs to focus on that. Obviously they've missed Ndidi and whatnot, but they really need to focus on that. They re- Brendan <laughs> Brendan really needs to focus on Leicester City's form in the Premier League. That's the, that's because there's problems there. They got Aston Villa. You hope you would think 
they would break that. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. But you never know. This is the Premier League. And obviously, on Wednesday, Man City play Arsenal. I'm, like I said, I'm sticking with the 2-2, man. I think Arsenal can make can actually get a point. Because City are looking vulnerable right now, man. They're looking vulnerable. But hey, what can I say, man? I'm just giving my opinion. It is what it is, guys. Do you get me? Um, if we're doing other predictions, we might as well move on to game uh, game week 30. <clears throat> And do our predictions. Uh, what for take on Leicester? Twelve thirty kickoff. Um, this one, I don't know. I think this one's gonna be. I think this one's gonna be a draw as well. I think it's gonna be one one. I actually, uh, pfft, Leicester right now is a bit. They're a bit iffy in it. You know, the ones there. Bournemouth, Bournemouth take on Crystal Palace. Um, yeah, Bournemouth really need to win, man. And um, Palace. Are just there. I think Bournemouth will get the win. I think it's going to be 2 1 Bournemouth. I might be wrong, but it is what it is. Brighton versus Arsenal. Now, Brighton have always caused, they've been causing trouble for Arsenal. They've been causing trouble. Uh, Arsenal, right now, though, it depends on how that scoreline goes at Etihad. I'm not too sure, but I'm going to go for a Brighton win, man. I don't think Arsenal are going to have it easy here, man. Brighton are going to be up for it, man. I'm going to say. I'm going to say 2 0 Brighton, man. I might be wrong. Arsenal fans, I know you're going to come at me, but I'm just giving my opinion. Get me. Um, Man City versus Burnley. Yeah, Burnley going to have to hold corn, man. I'm going to say 4 1 4 1 Man City, man. Newcastle versus Sheffield United. Now, this one's going to be a tough one, man. Um, Sheffield United are really pushing for that European spot, but I think Newcastle is going to give a little stir there. I think this one might be a draw. I think it's going to be 1-1. Norwich versus Southampton. Yeah, six-pointer. No-brainer now, if we're looking at that. Uh, not really a six... It's a, well, it's a six-pointer for Norwich. So, if Norwich can get a result against Southampton, then, boy, they'll be buzzing. But I think Southampton will win that 2-1. Uh, 2-1 Southampton. Uh, Villa versus Chelsea now. Villa, it's, it's a six-pointer for them. They... They're in that relegation scrap as well. They need to win. I'm not going to lie. I think they can't. I think it'll be a flip-flop here. I don't think Chelsea going to get a result. I think Villa's going to win here. I think Villa's going to win 1-0 or something like that. Yeah, I'm saying 1-0. I think Villa might upset Chelsea. I could be wrong with the form that Chelsea's in, but I think I, I could see it upset. I can see an upset. Um, Sunday, we've obviously, we've got West Ham versus uh, Wolves. <sighs> I can't even see where I can't see how West Ham win against Wolves because Wolves are so dangerous on the counter attack, man. Um, I'm actually going for a Wolves win, man. I'm going for a Wolves win, and I'm gonna say two 0 Wolves, bro, because they're so organised and when it comes to attacking and making sure they get their goals, they'll get their goals. So I think I think Wolves might do something here, man. I think they're gonna win two two 0 Spurs versus Man United now. Spurs versus Man United is a tricky one because obviously Spurs have got Leipzig midweek. United are playing Lusk. So United really need to win this, man. They really need to go out there and show and, and, and make a statement to say that we're not we're in for the run for this top four run. Uh, Spurs Spurs need to make a statement as well to say that we're not out of it yet. With the way things are going, I can see a United win, bruv. 
because it's looking kind of long for Spurs at the moment with the way things are going. They've lost a few games on the bounce. They really need a win. Um, obviously, bar, bar the Burnley draw, but they they need a win. But I'm going for a United win, man. I'm going to say 2-1 United. That's what I'm going for. And obviously, Monday, we got the Merseyside derby. Now, this game, Everton are going to find it in their power to make sure that Liverpool do not win. But my friend, not going to lie to you, this derby is probably the most boring derby. Like, I don't... This this derby puts me to sleep sometimes because I already know what the outcome is. Everton never win, bruv. Everton never win. And I'm saying this now and then ends up... Everton ends up winning. But I can't see anything other than a Liverpool win. With the result that happened uh, uh, today, and knowing that they just need two wins, nothing but a Liverpool win. I might be wrong, but I'm saying... I'm saying I'm saying three-one Liverpool, bro. That's levels because Liverpool—they just want to get the job done now. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't. It, they don't care about anything else, man. But I could be wrong. I'm just saying what I see. I just mean what I think, and it is what it is. But guys, let me know how you feel about this, man. Let me know how you feel. This one's a different one. This is different gravy. Different. Hey. <laughs> Hey, hold tight, Baytees as well, man, doing their thing. They're ruffling, they're ruffling a few feathers up there. Big up them, man, doing their thing. We're going to Morocco. We're going to Morocco to see my sucker. Yo, you, man, that 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 chant there, yeah? Crazy, crazy chant, bruv. I can't even get it out of my head, bruv, honestly. You, man, keep doing your thing, honestly. Big up everyone as well that's always tuning in to listen to Beats Corner. You know what? I appreciate it. Numbers always going high, week in, week out. Trying to get on YouTube. I'm gonna get on YouTube very, very soon. I keep saying this, but you know what it is what it is. It's just about planning in it. But right now I'm just loving recording, bruv. I love pointing out what my opinion I got, you know, my opinion, what I gotta say and whatnot. Obviously, not everyone's gonna agree, but that's the that's that's why I love this thing, bruv. Do you understand? We're not here to be agreeing with everything, what everyone's saying, do you understand? Everyone's got their own opinion and everyone's entitled to it. So we just gotta, you know, keep it moving, man. So hold tight everyone that's always tuning in. I really appreciate it. Catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Go on Anchor, we're there as well. So it is what it is. If you're loving it, please subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Comment. Share it when I'm on Twitter. I always put it out there. But um, yeah, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate the people that are always listening, commenting, messaging me. But it goes a lengthy way, man. It just makes me want to carry on even more. Um, I can't stop. I won't stop. I can never stop. Do you get me? So, shout out to everyone. Catch me on the socials again at Beaks Corner. That's for Instagram. And at Beaks underscore Corner is for Twitter. You know the routine. You know the deal, man. Every week. Enough love to everyone. But yeah, it's your boy Beaks. I'm signing out. Peace.